You're watching the Miss Francois Show. Hi, and welcome to the Miss Francois Show. Did you notice anything different? What? You don't see I colored my hair red? I mean, it doesn't really matter. I look so amazing regardless what color it is. On today's show, I have a special guest for you. His name is Joe Show. I don't know what that means, but I guess we're going to find out because he's our guest comedian. He was born in Grenada. Most people don't even know that even exists because if it's not Jamaica or Trinidad, I mean, what is a Grenada? But look it up, right? So he was born in Grenada. He lives in Brooklyn. His comedy focuses on baby daddies and relationships, something like that. I wasn't really paying attention when he told me, but once he gets on and starts making you laugh because he doesn't have a choice because this is comedy meets reality. But with that said, I'm going to take it straight to Joe Show. Uh, thank you, Miss Francois, for those pleasantries. Uh, uh, one thing about being single that I really hate, uh, women giving men the wrong number. That is the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> terrible, terrible. I was at this one club talking to this girl all night. I was so happy when she gave me her number. Till I got home and dialed that number, all I heard was, hello, Chinese restaurant. <laughs> oh, no, this is no Keisha. This is Shirley. Keisha always give ugly guy this phone number. <laughs> this one girl said, if you want my phone number, you're going to have to pay my cell phone bill. I was like, ha, get out of here. She started walking away. I saw her body. I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. How much is your cell phone bill? Now, me, her, and her boyfriend is on my family plan. Yeah, it's the worst feeling in the world. This one girl, she was pretty smart. She said, uh, yeah, I'm going to give you my number. But she ended up giving me her number in Roman numerals. Because clearly, she looked at me and thought I didn't know Roman numerals. And she was right. I don't know Roman numerals. I was looking at it like it was hieroglyphics. I was like, why would you give me your number in Super Bowl letters? This, this makes no sense at all. But I fear that I do get in a relationship and I end up with a woman who's uh, completely jealous. And uh, I don't like jealous women. I was uh, with this one girl, she was so jealous, so jealous, always thought I was cheating. I was never cheating, never cheating. I had no car, so she scratched up my Metro card. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know how angry New Yorkers get when uh, you can't swipe yourself onto the train? They're standing behind you like, come on, sir, get it together. So, uh, yeah, dating's pretty hard. But I think an uh, uh, old-timer shared with me some stories about couples who uh, don't belong together but end up together because that's, you know, the, what usually happens. Uh, I have a story I'll share with you guys. Uh, these two people met on opposite sides of the world. The guy, he was an arsonist. The girl, she was a burn victim. That's right, Bernard and Ashley. They met on Match.com. There's more. There was a guy, he was a tow truck driver, fell in love with a girl, she was in a collision. They met by accident. Yeah, but uh, she got rid of him and uh, ended up getting fixed up with a mechanic. But left him because he was a tool. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was a girl and a guy. The guy, he was a pilot. The girl, uh, she had sunglasses and a wig on. They met in disguise. <laughs> I once fell in love with a girl while I was a drug addict. She worked at a pharmacist. Uh, she broke up with me and said we had no chemistry. I was like, I like chemicals, you sell chemicals. That sounds like chemistry to me. <laughs> but uh, dating's pretty hard. 
Hopefully someday I'll meet somebody good. But in the meanwhile, I try to stay classy. And if you don't know the difference between classy, uh, I'll share with you, uh, ghetto and ratchet, okay? Ghetto would be doing things like uh, sneaking fried chicken into the movie theater. Uh, r ratchet is uh, frying the chicken in the movie theater. It's a whole nother level, a whole nother level that just can't be explained. Uh, I try to just stay single and uh, I realize that um, some things that are good in life may not be the things that everyone likes. Like I like the DMV. Nobody likes the DMV. I like the DMV because they allow you to create your own appearance. When you get to the DMV, they never weigh you. There's not even a scale in the DMV, trust me. You can put whatever weight you want on this paper. I literally made myself a gorgeous guy on this uh, DMV form. I said I had green eyes, I was 6'2", and uh, 180 pounds. Cool, right? I lied. So uh, fast forward, I met this girl online. She saw me, I saw her. And she was like, nah, you're not the guy I thought you were. You are not as tall as you said you were. I said, that's not what it says on my DMV driver's license. I'm actually tall and, okay. Uh, one thing about single women that I don't understand, sometimes single women confuse me because they, uh, they sit around home all day, say, Lord, bring me a good man. Lord, bring me a good man. Then they get to the club and a man approaches them and they're like, not today, Satan. Then get back home and say, Lord, get me a good man. Uh, you guys have been a great audience. Thank you so much. Miss Francois. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not today, Satan. <laughs> he actually held my attention. I must say, Joshua, you are definitely one of my favorite comedians thus far. That's what I say to every comedian that comes out. <laughs> anyway, make sure you look him up on Instagram. I am Joshua. He's actually very hilarious, as you can see, or can you tell from what he just did. With that said, on today's segment, which I'm calling Q&A with Dr. Glorious Dunkley. Ms. Dunkley is a psychologist with over 18 years of experience. I'm gonna let her say a few things about herself in a few seconds, but guess what? You know how I met her? Mm-hmm. I, I was in therapy. I know none of you all would believe that because I look pretty sane. <laughs> <laughs> but with that said, thank you for coming, Miss Glorious Dunkley, Dr. Dunkley. How are you? I'm good, thank you for having me on the show. You're very welcome. So, with that said, I just wanted to just say, uh, go over a few things about you. You're owner of a company. What's the name of the company you're called Life Lessons Psychological Services, PLLC. That's a long name. Okay, no problem. And it says here, you're a sorority girl. Yes, and I'd like to yeep out to all of my Sigma Gamma Rho uh, sorority girls. Um, and, um, you know, just uh, Do you want to do any know. kind of hip hip? Not, no? We do the yeep and the sign. Yeah, so, okay. yeah, so yeep out to okay. my SG Rose. Okay, awesome. Is there anything you would like to tell the audience about yourself that I didn't mention? Well, um, I actually have been practicing uh, just about 20 years. Um, I've done uh, relationship counseling. Um, I see a lot of families, children. Um, I provide psychological testing. I've done several evaluations. I've also been featured on um, some of the network TVs. And okay, in particular, now she's showing off. But <laughs> that's, that's okay. So was I not one of your favorite people, one of your favorite clients? The best. Th thank you. <laughs> so you know she's for real. So we're calling this segment Q&A with Miss Gloria Dunkley, Dr. 
glorious Dunkley. And before we even continue, I wanted everyone to know that we I actually asked over 30 people a bunch of questions, and we had to pile it down only to a few because many people have so many questions, right? But before we even dive into the questions, I wanted to ask one thing to make it clear because not everyone is as smart as me, right? <laughs> so what is... Tell me the difference, to just clear this up, what's the difference between a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a psychotherapist, and a therapist? Okay, so basically a psychiatrist is the only one that is able to prescribe medication to any individual. Some psychologists also provide psychotherapy, um, but it's very minimal. A psychologist is someone who is licensed in the state that they practice. A psychotherapist and a therapist basically are the same person. Um, so a psychotherapist can hang out a shingle um, anywhere. They can open up an office, meaning um, anywhere, and practice um, therapy. So you're a psychologist, so you don't recommend medication? I do not. I cannot prescribe medication in the state that okay, I practice. Okay, so basically I should not come to you. I should go with someone that gave me medication. <laughs> Okay, all right, no problem, you were wonderful <laughs> anyway. So let's go straight into the questions. One of the questions I want to ask, why should couples seek help from a psychologist? Well, um, many times a lot of my couples who've come, first of all, they've come too late. And I have to say, a lot of times when they come through my doors, I say, you guys should have been here like a year ago, two years ago, or even in the beginning. Um, couples come because they, their marriage is broken or the relationship is broken. I have many different level, uh, many different couples who are um, at many different levels. Some of them are dating, some of them are engaged, um, some couples are married. Um, and a lot of times couples come into relationships with their own uh, issues, childhood issues. You know, they could have fatherly issues, they could have motherly issues. Um, they could have um, systemic issues. And so they come because they need the help to rectify the relationship. Okay. So you're saying we should come to you, you so you could help us, whatever. But you're saying maybe we should come earlier before coming when the problem is, the problem is already there. Right. For example, sometimes I have uh, couples who um, are just dating and they want premarital counseling. Okay. Um, and so they know that they could be potentially an issue or they want to know if there are issues in their relationship. And so they will seek out a therapist to say, you know, we would like to make sure that this relationship is a good fit. Maybe we've been dating for about three months, six months. Miss Gloria, yes, not everybody have money to come see you, you know. So Absolutely. It, that's the one thing because I mean, not to say it's super expensive, because you, your practice actually takes, what's that thing called? The government gives you what? Insurance. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, good. Thank God I had insurance. Thank mm -hmm. you to that I had a job. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted the one other question I wanted to run straight into. Okay. Don't rush me. One second. Okay. Once a cheater, always a cheater. What's your view on that? Okay. Um, I, I think you're wrong because that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, you know, there is that saying, once a cheater, always a cheater. And many people do believe in that idea. I have had um, individuals, and it's not just men that cheat, women cheat also. They just cheat very differently. We just uh, don't get involved. We we're smarter at out. cheating. All if right, a woman cheats, you. they're very, they're yeah, very... I have lots of skills. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so... Um, 
I believe people can change. People grow, people mature, um, people change. They um, realize that it's not helping the relationship, it's damaging um, their own self-esteem, their sense of self, it's damaging their relationship. When, we, when couples come to me, it's about their relationship. It's also about themselves individually, but it's also about their relationship. So yes, at one point, at one time, we used to say, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater. That's not really the case. Now that we have psychotherapy, um, we have specialists who handle um, individuals' relationships, you know, they can actually look at the dynamics. They can actually look at ways that they um, can help to mend their relationship and bond and really form that, you know, true um, romantic relationship between each other and that they don't have to necessarily go out of their relationship um, to seek attention or seek love. So most likely, even though someone cheated on you, you think they could actually get over that and their relationship could continue on? Or should I just leave that alone and just go to the next person? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Um, I know, that's why I'm the host. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, you can mend the relationship. Um, you don't necessarily have to say, okay, well, he's cheated or she's cheated and that's it, I'm going to end it. I have a lot of um, cheating relationships. I have a lot of women who've cheated. I see a lot of She's men. talking about me on air. Okay, <laughs> no problem, go ahead. I've had a lot of men who have um, cheated um, on their, their partners. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's really about forgiveness. You know, if that partner can say, um, maturely say, you know, I, I'm going to give you another chance or I'm going to give this relationship another chance, then it can definitely work out. And I've seen it happen. Okay, I guess you can't say that about me, but thanks. <laughs> So, with that said, I don't want to, these people be showing me cards and stuff for me to go and break. I, some of them, you know, when you see two minutes, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to go right now or hold up. But with that said, I don't want to go into another question because this one involves something going on and on, which is, I'm going to just tell you what it is before we come back. It's going to be, what are some partic particular steps for couples that they can take to improve communication? Okay? So when you come back, we, that's going to be one of the questions we're going to be talking about. So with that said, I'm being forced to go on break. Okay? But you're going to get to see more of me, Miss Francois, very soon. Please do come on back. <laughs> so there you are, shuffling through a stack of resumes and you come to mind. This is it. First impression. My way in. But can my resume show you how I truly stand out? Like that I was studying, going to night school while working two jobs just to help my parents pay for groceries, or being the first one to always step up. No, that's something you just can't put on paper. Look beyond the resume and discover new ways to develop great talent that is dedicated, hardworking, and determined like me. I don't remember how it started. Our back and forth. It always came back. Thank you. Dad! You probably don't remember what you told me. That was perfect. But I heard every word. Hi, and welcome back to the Miss Francois Show. Did you miss me? So, today, our segment is question and answers Q&A with Dr. Gloria Dunkley. 
So she's here to answer some questions that a lot of people chime in and give me questions to ask her because she is, she's a psychologist. That means she don't give you any kind of medication. So if you just want to talk about your business and have someone in your business to help them with that situation, she is the right person to go to. With that said, I just want to go straight back into the question that we first ended with in the last break. What are some steps that couples can do to improve their communication? Um, well, couples really need to sit down and listen to each other. And I think that's one of the problems that um, I find that a lot of couples do is that they either talk over each other, they either misinterpret what each other have said, they don't take the time out for each other, and so that needs to happen on a regular basis. Um, sometimes couples, when they're arguing or they're having a disagreement, walk away. You know, you don't necess necessarily have to but my thing stay is, in. See, this is my issue. But because mm -hmm. in a relationship, I'm always right. So why would I walk away? <laughs> that's, that's my thing. And it's see, that's the problem. I mean, maybe you're not always right. Maybe you think you're, you're right. But, but that's the last time you come on and I'll show you. <laughs> that, that's, that's okay, so you should try to listen more. Because sometimes it's hard to listen because when someone is talking, they already have like an answer back in their mind. So they want to get the answer across. Absolutely. And we do find that. I find that a lot of couples or a lot of partners, they are into their head. Okay. They are waiting. They're, they're urging. The urgency to get that next statement out of their head is more important than listening to what their partner is saying. And that's what a lot of couples need to do is just sit back, step back and listen to their partner instead of having to say what needs to be said in, in their heads. Okay, because so that causes a lot of conflict. Well, I, I see why I don't have a man still. But thank you for pointing that out to me. Um, I want to go to the phones because we're going to have our first call in. And it's, her name is Terry Moore. So basically, I already filled in Dr. Glorious about her situation, but I'm going to have her come on the phone and fill you on a little in, and she's going to get some free advice, free. So she's very lucky today. So is Terry there? Yes, I am. How are you? Hi, Miss Terry. Thank you for joining us on the call. We have Dr. Glorious Dunkley, and I just want you to take like a minute or so to, I know that's very short, but try to just wrap up so our viewers have an idea of exactly what your situation is so Ms. Dunkley can give you some advice. Okay, no problem. Hello? Hello. Hi. Okay, Hello. Um, I've been dating a guy for about three years. Um, I've been going through a divorce for five years. And the divorce has been really, like, bitter. Um, three kids were in the marriage and only one ended up being his. And... She never leaves us alone. Like, she calls DCFS on my son, and everything gets unfounded. That his child has had lice for six years, and we can't stop it. We clean her once she gets here, and when she goes back home, she gets reinfested. Sometimes I feel like he doesn't protect me enough from all this drama, and it just causes a lot of tension in our relationship, and I'm just beside myself. Like, I... Don't know if I'm in the wrong situation. I really don't know what to do. So, so Terry, let me ask you this. So, basically, you're in a relationship for four years. He's been trying to get a divorce for over five years, right? From yes. his ex-wife. Yes. yes. Right. So, right now, even though the kids, other the three kids, two of the kids, they found out it's not his, right? Correct. 
but you're standing by him and he's trying to get this divorce. What is taking the divorce so long? Well, like it gets continued or like we get more evidence on her because we had to hire a private investigator. Um, just a lot of complications and the judge always sides with her. Like before he, after he got the DNA test, he paid $23,000 last year in child support for the kids that weren't his and he never even got it back. Wow. But like, so let, me ask you this, so let me ask you this question. You and him, are you all planning to get married? That's one of the reasons? No, he, he tells me he never wants to get married because of that. He never wants to. So it's like, I feel like I'm sitting here paying bills. I'm doing wife things for you, and you don't want to marry me. Like, it just really hurts me, you know? So Terry, um, can I ask you, um, why are you still in the relationship? I mean, honestly, I ask myself that every day. I mean, I try to be positive, thinking maybe, like, all my good deeds would, like, warm his cold heart. But, you know, it hasn't. You know, I I do and I do and I do for him. And we fight a lot um, about his daughter or, you know, just everything in general. And um, lately we've been fighting a lot, like, even just now before I called you, like we are fighting. And um, so this what is a really tough yeah, Can so I just ask you, um, besides the fighting, does he do anything for you? Do you feel like there's anything besides no. the fact that you're hoping one day that he will divorce this other woman, which is taking quite a bit of time to well, do? Well, honestly, he doesn't support me financially. I finance myself. I'm emotionally and mentally, he doesn't support me. Like, I'm basically on my own in this relationship. Right. So as a psychologist, as you know, I cannot tell my patients what to do. I mean, we talk, we dialogue, we make. Um, the yeah. patients are, are basically, they have to kind of come up with their own. And they do through the therapy, they will come up with their own decisions. Yeah. Um, to me, it sounds, you sound very sad, first of all. I'm hearing a very low and a very um, depressed um, individual. Um, that sounds, it sounds to me like the relationship is not going anywhere like it hasn't really budged um, right and I think you really it sounds to me that you really need to look at that um, aspect you know if after three years of, of dating someone usually that's the cutoff now people linger and people say you know I'll give the person another chance I've seen that happen um, usually it doesn't go anywhere um, and at the when you make when you set your standards and your criteria of a relationship, whether you're dating or engaged or, or getting married or are married, you know, you set those criterias and that person usually comes and meets those criterias. Um, yeah. But, you know, for you to sit here and this thing, this relationship or this court, this divorce issue linger and linger, to me, there's something there. What is going on at, on the end of your mate? with his ex-wife is there a reason why he cannot leave the ex-wife is the, the do they need to change attorneys i would look into that i mean we've been living together for like three years and he's had two attorneys now the first attorney wasn't even the right attorney he totally lied to him and got fifteen thousand dollars from him this divorce so far has cost forty two thousand dollars Okay, but this is what I know, because we, we have like one more minute. Mm -hmm. So what, w where are you right now? Are you going to stay? Are you planning to leave? Are you thinking of leaving? How, how, how are you feeling right now? Because this is really about you right now. 
I mean, honestly, I think I need to leave, but, like, I pay all his bills, so it's hard for me to save money. You pay bills for him and yourself? Yeah, like, I pay all the bills. He pays one bill. I buy groceries. I buy everything. So and it's he's really paying child to... support. Is he contributing to, the, to your yeah, household? He pays... No, he's not. I'm the only one. That... He pays child support for his daughter, but he doesn't support me in any way. It sounds like you probably need to reconsider the relationship then, Terry. Yes, based I on do, what I you're know. saying. Yeah. If you're putting yeah. in more than and it sounds like ninety percent and yes. um, you know, his uh, priorities are elsewhere. It's not about um, forming a, an alliance and a union with you. Okay. Correct. So so Terry, this is so again, maybe you should look into finding a psychologist, even if it's something for yourself. So maybe so this is something you maybe should be working on yourself. I sound really smart, right? You do. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so that, that, that what was what we're going to leave you with. That's maybe something you should really mm -hmm. be looking into yourself to, mm -hmm. you know, do that next step for yourself, right. not including him. Okay. Mm -hmm. But thank yes, you so much for calling in. Okay. Thank you so much. Have an awesome evening. You too. Get out, Terry. Get out. Run. Okay, it's no good. Okay, I'm I'm not no psychologist, so I can say whatever I want. Plus, the show is called the Miss France. What show? He ain't no good. Okay, he you paying ninety percent of the bill. What the hell? Okay, I mean I could understand a fifty-fifty. I'm not doing no fifty-fifty. I doing sixty-forty. I doing forty. That man's supposed to be doing sixty. Okay, but girl, really get out. And I I even if the other wife, the two kids are not who. What? Oh, my Lord. Anyway, let me just at least try to get a question in because, as always, time seems to pass. And as I say, maybe I should turn this into a one-hour show. But thank you so much for helping out, Miss Terry. Okay, I just wanted to ask. Let me, let me see a question. How do you move past a hurt when a, a mate has... Why are you trying to read my question, Miss Gloria? <laughs> How do you move past being hurt when you come out of a relationship? Well... First of all, a relationship is like a loss, you know, when you've suffered the death of a loved one, a family member, a pet, um, a friend, you grieve, right? So think of a relationship or a loss of a relationship or a hurt of a relationship as being a loss. And so there are particular things that you need to do as, as an individual. Um, for example, you... Drink? Well, some people would say oh, that. Oh, okay, go ahead. First of all... Never rebound. Never jump into a new relationship. Lord God. Oh, Lord. Okay. Look, <laughs> I don't appreciate you talking about me on this segment. <laughs> but okay, go ahead. All right. No rebound. So we don't want to rebound. We all don't right. want to jump in because all, all, all we're doing, okay, is hurting the next person. There is no Yeah, but some people say to do that because it to get frees. over. Yes. Right. But it's not, it's not the most healthiest thing to do it is never healthy okay it's what's never that? healthy for yourself it's never healthy you need to take care of yourself as an individual you need to heal you need to go out okay party party you can do movies um you can go to a spa you can exercise there are many practical things okay. that an individual can do to um get over the hurt or the pain you can you have friends you have family okay try not to speak to your own relatives too much about all of the details that have gone on in your relationship. Okay. When families, um, when an individual has told their family about like all the deep 
dark, hurtful, yeah. painful things. Families do not forgive the right. individual, whether you stay, you remain with the individual or not. Families tend to hold grudges, okay. and sometimes it can get very violent no, and that very makes ugly. Sense. So right. I'm gonna have to cut you a little short, but I mean they okay. got the jits of it basically. Right. So. As always, time always seems to run out when it starts to get really, really good. Juicy. But I just wanted to say thank you so much to my great guest, Joe Show. You did an awesome job. And thank you so much, Miss Gloria, Doctor. I keep forgetting Doctor Glorious Dunkley Sorority. <laughs> okay. So please join me here. Wait. Let me make sure. Hey, don't be trying to cut me off. But even if you cut me off, I'm still saying what I want to say. Don't forget to go to YouTube and click on the subscribe button, the red button, MSS space Francois. I mean, it's been in the back of me so, so long, you could read, right? So go <laughs> do that. Don't forget the Instagram. And right now I'm gonna try to get some free advice from Miss the psychology so I don't have to pay for it or whatever. <laughs> so anyway.